0: Welcome back to Sports Nightly, I'm Jessica Cootie, and very excited to welcome in Dr. Lawrence Chatters, the Executive Associate AD for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion here with Nebraska Athletics, and he's uh, been on the show a few times, we've had him on the uh, podcast as well, and if you aren't familiar with his story, he's also a DJ on the weekends, and so I I have to ask you before we kind of get into everything, did you like the Super Bowl halftime performance?
1: So, you know, the Super Bowl halftime <laughs> performance took me back to my teen years. I was born in 1980, so right around 96, Tupac, Biggie, uh, you know, Dr. Dre, all those uh, artists. That was really kind of the, the, you know, middle of my teens and honestly just brought back a lot of great memories. And so um, Dr. Dre is one of the best to ever do it. I mean, he's produced so many people, uh, amazing talent. Uh, Mary J. Blige, beautiful voice. I mean, the song she did, No More Drama. That's one of my favorites. It has a Young and the Restless uh, sample in it, if people don't know. But... I just love music, and so mm-hmm. to me, it you know, to see performances like that and people from, you know, so, so much talent, it was pretty
0: great. It took me back to the bus going to a basketball game. We would play a lot of those songs on the, on the big boom boxes before beats were out. You know, I'm kind of aging myself there, but I enjoyed it as well. Well, you are here to talk a little uh, Black History Month, and we just had the conversation with Khalil Jackson, and he is so impressive, and I know you've had a chance to get to know a lot of the student-athletes here. When we first had you on, you were just kind of getting your feet wet and kind of getting to know everybody but uh, when we we, you and I had talked about maybe something we could do and uh, I mean he was fantastic to start with and and what an incredible journey for him so we wanted to kind of have you on and and be here to answer any questions and we have a few text messages I know already rolling in so if you want to talk to Dr. Chatters here on our Woodhouse Auto Family Hotline you can call us or shoot us a text we're also streaming on our YouTube at 402-413-2400 if you have questions for uh, Dr. Chatters but Let's just first start off, you know, why it was important for you to come in and for us to have this conversation here today.
1: Yeah, so that's a, that's an awesome question. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people uh, that really wonder, you know, gosh, why do we take an entire month and focus on the accomplishments of uh, black Americans? And uh, first and foremost, I want to say that the origin of the holiday um, of Black History Month uh, actually was started by Carter G. Woodson, who was really a historian, a person who thought that it would be incredibly important to at least take a week when it first started to focus on the accomplishments of uh, black Americans. And the reason at the time was, this is, uh, this is really, you know, post-Reconstruction, kind of early 1900s timeframe where a lot of Jim Crow laws were still in place. You know, people familiar with Jim Crow, essentially, um, racism that was still happening in the South through law and different things like that, that he felt we needed to bring attention to some of the accomplishments of uh, black Americans. And so he created a week for it, and uh, that lasted for an extended period of time that they would just focus on it for a week. And the reason that it was in February originally is because the birthdays of both Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln are in February. And so that's where the February month came from. A lot of folks are like, well, gosh, they gave him the shortest month of the, the year, too. So... But that was the reasoning behind that and eventually um, President Ford actually decided that it would be an entire month that we would celebrate. And again, it is because we need to highlight uh, the excellence of those individuals in our society and just bring attention to the contributions of black people in the United States. And so it's amazing to be able to really bring that concept right here into the athletic department and put that highlight and focus on some of our black student athletes during this month and really honor Black Excellence during this month. We've done that in a number of ways through our department, uh, whether through um, our basketball games with the uniforms that Adidas created for us to honor Black Excellence, which were absolutely beautiful uniforms. And to be able to honor a couple of our former student-athletes, Al Maxey Sr., a legend right here in the Lincoln community, uh, Mortice Ivey, a legend on the women's basketball team whose jersey is retired in the Pinnacle Bank Arena. We gave them flowers during a game each, because the whole concept behind the Adidas, uh, you know, uh, narrative was to give people flowers while they could still smell them. And so we've done a number of things this month and uh, had some great uh, opportunities to highlight some of our student-athletes' perspectives on Black History Month on Twitter, if people have seen those as well. Uh, We've tried to get some of those out there. We just put one out on Sam Haby today. Uh, Haby, sorry. (laughs) I know we, sorry, I didn't want to mispronounce it, but... um, It's just been awesome. I mean, and and to be able to shine that light. What I want people to understand is that highlighting black excellence in the United States really does lift us all up. It's not something that separates us. It's actually something that allows us to celebrate individuals, just like you celebrate someone on their birthday. You know, you come in and you say, hey, happy birthday. You don't say, well, what about everybody else whose, you know, day isn't today, right? We come together and we celebrate. And so that's what we're doing. And we're doing it as a department. Um, and so I think it's something we can be proud of here at Nebraska. And we do put a lot of focus on that as an athletic department and something to be proud of.
0: Yeah. Speaking of that, we got a text for you. Happy to see Dr. Chatters back on the show. Are there things the athletic department is doing internally to raise awareness on matters involving DEI? And I can speak personally. I mean, I just attended, you had this awesome uh, conference for, you know, internal staff members and and it was cool. I'll I'll let you kind of tell the the background about that and and, um, I took a lot away from it personally.
1: Yeah. So we have a number of different initiatives that are happening in the department right now to help raise awareness about DEI. Um, I started about six months ago, so I'm going on my, six month here. Um, we've created some committees internally. One's called the Nebraska Athletics Inclusion Council. Uh, that allows anybody that's an employee to participate in our month-to-month ongoing strategic planning around DEI issues. We also have what's called the Husker Justice, Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion Team. That's made up of a number of student athletes from each team that we get together on a, every couple of weeks and talk about some of the current events that are happening as far as DEI is concerned and also discuss cultural aspects of their respective teams you know at the end of january we had an awesome summit it's our annual diversity and inclusion summit and it's actually something that we celebrated this was our seventh annual summit so this is something that nebraskans should really be proud of once a year uh... we all get together all staff members all student athletes to focus on diversity equity and inclusion this year's um, actual theme was breaking down barriers so we had two former student athletes uh... des moines adams who's currently the um, ceo of teammates a former Uh, black shirt from here. And we also had uh, Trisha Zorn Hudson, who is a former uh, swimmer from here at Nebraska, uh, who when she competed here was totally blind. And she's gone on to become the most decorated Paralympian in the history of the sport. I believe she has like 53 medals, 41 of them gold. So I mean, that's pretty outstanding, right? She was able to break down significant barriers when she got here, uh, overcoming her vision disability and competing for the Huskers in Des Moines had to overcome the barriers of just moving up here from Pine Bluff, Arkansas, which he you know, came up here, didn't have a significant amount of means, but was able to fit in and get to know people and really hadn't been around many white people in his life. And so that's something else he talked about his journey and how people within our department brought him in and were able to see his potential beyond his skin color and really support him. So, It was amazing. We had some great uh, evaluations of it. And those are just a few of the things that we're doing. We do lunch and learns every month where we bring people in to talk about different issues. And by the way, there's a whole suite of things that happen on campus every single day uh, from our Office of Diversity and Inclusion that everyone on campus has access to. But those are just a few of the things that we have going on right now.
0: Got a couple, uh, this question was asked twice from Crypto King in our chat and also on the text line. Uh, Who is your biggest role model and how that, that person might have shaped you to who you are today?
1: Wow. That's an amazing question. Um, You know, one of the biggest role models I had growing up was my grandmother. Uh, My mom and her family are from Trinidad and Tobago, and my grandmother moved to the United States um, after the passing of my grandfather and brought her seven children here with her, uh, built a life here in Florida, and, um, you know, went on to have every one of her children become successful, including my mom, and, uh, you know, just the strength that my grandmother has, and to be Uh, At the time, coming over here in like 1967, which was in the midst of the Civil Rights Movement and everything that was going on here in the United States to move here as an immigrant and be successful, uh, she's certainly someone I looked up to. She lived a very long life and was just an amazing, very strong woman.
0: That's awesome. Um, Andy um, had texted in and asked about uh, mentoring, how often you get to meet with student athletes and um, I'm sure you've gotten to know a lot of them very well. And, and have you seen that a lot of them want to kind of be mentored?
1: Yeah, so mentoring is incredibly important. I think that uh, it's something that we don't necessarily put enough focus on. We are uh, actually through uh, some different uh, partnerships that we're going to be announcing here soon we will be launching some mentorship opportunities for our student-athletes to be mentored by former Huskers and um, I absolutely recommend that anyone that's out there uh, that has the opportunity in your community get involved in a mentoring program whatever mentoring program that is because there's a lot of young people out there that need someone to look up to that are looking for someone to uh, have hope in them and see the potential that they have in them. I've been mentored by many people through many years and have been able to be a mentor to a number of student athletes right now, right here in our department. And um, it's one of the favorite parts of my job is just to provide that support.
0: What goes into that when you when you meet? And I'm sure every conversation is different, but, you know, when a student athlete comes and knocks on your door, what kind of goes into some of those conversations?
1: So, yeah, uh, you know, a lot of it is just really problem solving mm. and um, what they're going through from an identity perspective where they are in their life. So some are at the end of their career, um, about to, you know, hang their cleats up for the last time. And they're like, what am I going to do? You know, this has been my identity for so many years. How do I work through this? How do I put a resume together? How do I get a job? And fortunately here at Nebraska, and this is something else all Nebraskans should be absolutely proud of we provide all those services to our student athletes there's somewhere they can go so most of the time for me it's just really highlighting the resources that we have and saying go see this person go see that person which is amazing because it's not the same way everywhere but those conversations are usually about you know hey i want to get involved in the community can you connect me with uh, some you know young people that i could work closely with i had some student athletes that said hey i want to get into coaching are there some local uh, programs you know middle schoolers that i could maybe work closely with because i just want to spend more time In my craft, but teaching other people. So, uh, those are some fun conversations because I get to see some other sides of our student athletes.
0: So, got a text uh, on the text line from John in Omaha. Miss you at your previous institution, but appreciate the passion with which you seek to make the university a better place for all. John in Omaha, MU alumni.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, you know it's it's uh, it's amazing to know that uh, here I get to still have an impact, but you know the more you get to connect with young people over the years and people in different spaces, you do miss those connections. And, and so, yeah, I, uh, you know, I did leave the best part of my journey uh, at Midland, which is my wife. And so she still works at Midland. So, you know, very <laughs> thankful for that.
0: <laughs> so you were a big part in establishing the red carpet experience, uh, which really took off in the fall. And I know it's going to continue to be a part of um, Nebraska athletics moving forward. Uh, what's kind of been... The reaction when we when we talked to you back in the fall is just kind of get going. But now that it's kind of we we made it through football season and now it's hopefully going to continue to grow into new seasons. What's been the reaction? What's been the response? What what have you kind of learned about it?
1: So the red carpet experience to me has been an absolute representation of the love and care that Nebraskans have for each other and it's been awesome to be a part of it. I've seen so many young people and their families come through uh, to football games. I've, we've had some at basketball games as well, uh, and it's just been so awesome to see the generosity of our uh, Husker fans, and, you know, they can still uh, contribute to the red carpet experience. We have some special announcements coming up very soon about the red carpet experience and some continued expansion opportunities there, and, um Just today I was meeting with an official from the Omaha Public Schools where we talked about, you know, the possibility of bringing some young people down and participating in some opportunities. So it's just been... Amazing. I mean, the impact's been amazing, but that's all about Nebraskans love for each other and them thinking about how to break down barriers for people who can't, you know, potentially afford to come to a game and giving them that opportunity. So, you know, they've all been a part of inclusion right there, right? Thinking of other people and really coming together for us to unite to support these individuals that need the support.
0: It's awesome. Just got a couple more minutes left with you, but I did want to ask you, uh, you know, with this day and age and everything being so uh, politicized and obviously, you know, we, we talk a lot of sports and Husker sports, but, you know, for, for those that might be listening and why is this important? Why is it important for you to be in your role for us to have this conversation and for us to, you know, make sure that we're, we're, we're reaching out and, and providing these opportunities for these student athletes here at Nebraska?
1: So that's a, that's a really awesome question. Why diversity, equity, and inclusion is important is that. If Nebraska is going to return to national prominence in everything that we do, we have to be a competitively inclusive department. We have to be open to the different types of individuals who play all the different sports that we participate in. We have to be a place where they can come here, grow, feel like they belong, not only on this campus and in this athletic department, but in this state. And we have individuals that are different that come to Nebraska that we need to embrace them. That's how you become a perennial power in anything you do. You create an opportunity that anyone that comes into the space that you have can be successful. Essentially, it's like great soil. Anything that you plant in that soil is going to grow. Nebraska has to be the most rich soil that we have across this country, and we can be successful and win championships. That's why DEI is important.
0: Love that. What a great answer. Well, we, um, we had an awesome conversation with Khalil again. You can hear that full um, conversation on our Huskers Radio Network podcast platforms. And we've got an incredible conversation coming up next week, right? I know you're really excited about this one as well.
1: Yes, we have a big, big uh, surprise for everyone. Uh, one of our um, amazing seniors who has just been a great addition to our program here right out of Nebraska, who will be uh, on next week. Can I break it? Can yeah, I tell them who it, tell it is? Yeah, tell him. Our pitcher Courtney Wallace, also a captain on our softball team this week, who will be competing down in New Mexico. So we wish them the best, and it was just an amazing talk with Courtney, and she's just she's just a great young woman, and I look forward to people being able to hear her story.
0: Yeah, stay tuned for that. And uh, final final thing I got for you. You are uh, the sport administrator for track and field, and both of those teams, especially the men, man, they're they're off to a great start this season.
1: Track and field and cross country, those are two of the teams that I get to co-administer, so special place in my heart for them doing amazing so far this year. We have Big Ten championships coming up next week, a tune-up this week, the Nebraska tune-up. I just see so much out there for our teams this year. And by the way, those two groups uh, of student athletes are just absolutely amazing. And we've seen that Unity has really brought them closer together this year, and they're competing at a high level. So there's a lot out there for those teams this year.
0: Well, Dr. Lawrence Chatters, appreciate you spending some time with us and answering all of our questions. I know we had a lot of them rolling in, so I'm, I'm glad we had the opportunity for you to come in and join us.
1: Thank you very much.